Mic check one, two, and two. You are now in the building with Coach K, and this is the Hustlers Journal Podcast. <laughs> Mic check one, two, and two. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you are now in the building with your boy, Coach K. It is episode 16, and this is a special episode because... Lucky number 16. In the building right now <laughs> is a female that I admire very much. Okay, um, okay. She became one of my clients last two years ago? Two, two years, years ago. ago. Two years ago. Okay. I was referred uh, by my homie, Mariana. Shout out to Mariana. Bobby, you know what time it is. Um, and she said, when you meet her, you're going to like her. But you have to convince her to like fitness because she's not a big fan. <laughs> she's had some experiences before. She's not a big fan of it. I said, all right, cool. Hasn't okay, even cool. changed. I didn't change. It hasn't changed, but that's okay. I said, okay, cool, cool, cool. No problem. Well, we'll, it has we'll, changed. We'll see what happens. I found my, you know. You found what works for I you. found what worked for me. Yeah, what and worked for me. And that's the beautiful thing about fitness is that. You can always find what works best for you. Um, she's a business owner. She's a leader who oh, celebrates. Man. She's coming. No, I, I got to hype you up. Listen, you got to hype people up. You got to give people their flowers while you can because Love these days life. people are they're going missing. Or <laughs> life catches them and you can't find them or, you know, things, situations happen. So know. if you're wondering who it is I'm speaking about because I pe- spent the past minute 15 just kind of hyping up right now. <laughs> Her name is Chloe Laluz. Thank you so much for coming through. Yay. Episode 16 of the <laughs> Hustlers Journal. Me. Live on Spotify. Ooh, Hustlers just, Journal. That's I like right, that. because we make notes about how we hustle. Okay. I got ideas too. You know, we're ready Shit. to go. We're ready to go. Okay, we're ready to go. Good. That's good. Um, I brought you here tonight uh, in this episode because uh, we've had conversations back and forth yeah, plenty of times. times about life, about love, about relationships, about fitness, about sure. mental health, about vulnerability opening up stuff like that and I, I wanted to get you on here because people deserve a voice they deserve to hear a voice that might be one that's relatable to them mm-hmm. a lot of people out there are quiet they don't want to speak about what it is that affects them right my wife sometimes is like that she just stays silent but she'll talk to me but she's like i don't want to be an alarmist so i just keep things to myself and i'm like you shouldn't do that but yeah, Marina's like that too, though. I do the exact same thing. Well, I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. I need to talk it out. Like, if I don't speak, if <laughs> right. I don't get it out of right. me, I think I just like digest my emotions and it's just not healthy. And it's not know? healthy. It's not healthy at all. <clears throat> and now, actually, uh, end of this month, January 29th, is uh, Bell Let's Talk Day. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'd like to actually, campaign, I'd, right? I'd actually like to do a live podcast on that day. Uh, I'm working on the details of possibly making it happen. So um, I can't reveal any details yet because this episode still has got to be pushed first. Uh, <laughs> but at the end of the day, um, mental health is still a conversation that everybody talks about now Absolutely. because it affects people in so many ways. So obviously we're going to dig a little bit into that. Uh, but one thing I want to talk about first, uh, you sent me a video of you kickboxing. I did. <laughs> oh, my God. you were yeah. going in on the pads. Well, here's the thing, right? I feel like it was only fair that I sent you the video because, um, I mean, my first, like, kickboxing. Not really kickboxing, but boxing. Mm. I think we had done some sparring in our training. So that's how right. you and Mariana got me here. Right, you were right. like, look, we'll throw in some boxing so that, like, you know, you kind of want to do it. Because I remember those stupid ropes and, like, all that <laughs> stuff you wanted me to do. And I was like, no, I don't like this. I was like, <laughs> sorry, okay, I, can't okay. I can't curse it. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay. I'll, so sorry. I, I can I can, I can leave that. Just talk. Sorry. Yeah, no. So um, I'll try not to curse. That's okay. So, yeah, no, like, all those, like, box jumps and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die here. Mm. And then you guys were like, look, we'll, we'll throw some cardio and we'll throw some boxing into it so it kind of got me going 
And then, um, yeah, Mariana had talked to me about this gym like a long time ago, the, the gym where mm-hmm. I box now, which is uh, Team Dibella. Okay. Shout out to Dibella. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Team Dibella. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Jonathan and Angelo, the best coaches ever. Sounds good, okay. So, um, I mean, you know, kickboxing. Yeah, coaches, no, no. You know. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> all good, all good, all good. But, um, yeah, no, so basically she had um, told me, to, she, had, she told me, let's go back. You know, she had been a bunch of times, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. And the first time I went, I hated it. I wasn't good at it. So, mm. like, I hated it naturally. Right. You know, if you're not good at something, you get all hard. You know, you're hard on, hard on yourself. Right. And then um, she was like, come on, come on, come on. She pushed me. And then we went back. And then I just kind of fell in love. And then I started kickboxing, like, twice a week, three times a week mm-hmm. for the past two years. Okay. So now i'm really into it okay. and i have a little project coming up maybe in the medium future okay. not near future but medium, medium future. future okay so that's we'll cool see. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll see it. how that goes okay yeah, yeah. um how, Around how has that helped you with maintaining your focus um your energy like people relate obviously we're talking a little bit about fitness they mm-hmm. relate fitness to some sort of energy that helps them progress in some way towards a goal, maybe just towards a change in the mentality. How has that helped you to evolve into where you are now? My God, it's helped me in so many ways. Um, first and foremost, it's uh, it's not a sport. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't call it a sport. It's a discipline. Okay. Okay, kickboxing is a discipline, and it's something that you have to show up for mm-hmm. because it's not, I mean, I'm sure just like fitness, you know, it's not just, um, you know, uh, working out or, or you know lifting weights or whatever it's it's a mental discipline it's a physical discipline um, I mean much like working out for I would sure. assume for sure. um, you know doing any training is obviously a discipline but this one in particular it's like because you're 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 really putting you're going hard but like really fully going hard like as much as you can and it's a physical you know physical like you, you have to hit hard right mm-hmm. you can't just like tap the bag and mm-hmm. that's it like even if you're doing the cardio and whatever and you're sweating mm-hmm. like if you're not like fully throwing those punches and really throwing those kicks and all that you're not really like really reaching your maximum potential right so um you know it's a it's a you have to show up every time so um how it's helped me is like basically first and foremost uh physically obviously okay. um you know i saw my body change that's for 100 percent sure you know i don't i you know i don't really follow follow any kind of like food plan or anything that's okay. like that that's okay but it I has promote balance so that's okay <laughs> but it has definitely changed my body nonetheless you mm. know like i don't i don't eat you know according to a certain way but um i try to be careful balance like you said mm. and um it definitely like changed my body so that was the physical change mm. um mental change i mean we'll probably get into more uh, mental stuff later For but sure. um it has helped me tremendously with my mental health uh, mental health <laughs> with my mental health that's okay that's okay <laughs> yeah, edit that out <laughs> <laughs> nah we keep, we keep it all the way 100 okay <laughs> yeah no so it's, hel- it's helped me a lot with my mental health also um because you're like letting out all your frustrations right. you know what i mean uh i kickbox every night at 8 30 so it's a late okay. night thing okay. so it's like all of my frustrations of the day i kind of just let it out i mm. let it out on the back i let it out on my training i try to push myself as much as i can mm. and it's something that i like you know right. so it's like i'm excited to do it i'm motivated to go mm. i enjoy it um and then it's helped me a lot with 
just everything. I mean, like, it, it, it's a lot of math, too. People think, like, it's just, like, a physical thing. But, like, your mind is so engaged and you're so much in the moment when you're um, training. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, whether it's focusing on your combinations or whether it's, you know, focusing on whatever it is that you need to focus on during your training. Yeah. Um, you know, it requires a lot of, like, brain power also. So it's, it's really helped me on all fronts. And uh, it's helped me get into a routine. It's helped me. I mean, it's a passion of mine, right? So it's kind of like... I've, I've developed that passion that over passion time. So, okay. yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool, cool, cool discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, listen, I saw you rocking back. You were like, hard, strong knee. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You feel pretty pad, badass, bah. too. No, you, you, when you hear that pad slap. Let me tell you, it like, makes bam. you feel good. It's I, like, it really makes you feel like, come at me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, whether it's life, whether it's someone else, Yo, whatever it is, you're just ready to I go. I might have to know? borrow you still. <laughs> Yeah, no, but honestly, I, I really grew to love kickboxing so much so that I want to give back, which is part of the project that I'm trying to work on in okay. a bit. Okay. But um, around exciting. kickboxing, yeah. so yeah, there's going to be some stuff going That's on. That's exciting to hear. I'm looking yeah. forward to more projects. We're going to talk course. about a little more in depth about that. Now, another talent of yours is your artwork. <laughs> um, I've, seen, I've seen the stuff you put out there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not seen... Uh, any of Chloe's artwork, you can check <laughs> out her artwork on her Instagram. It's Chloe at Chloe Laluz. I'll put the spelling into this video Thank as you. well as um, it's going to be um, if you check out the video through Instagram, the little preview video, her name will be tagged there. So you can always follow their, her there. Um, but definitely her artwork is amazing. Phenomenal. And I know <laughs> I know some phenomenal artists. My oh, sister, man. my sister being <laughs> one of them. I, and I not just because she's my sister, but she's got a talented eye with, with doing things. It's like, whoa. But you have this talented eye as well that's like, wow, okay, okay. Yeah. You put things together. Now, what is it that, where do you draw your inspiration from to do that? Um, it's such a good question. My inspiration, it, it kind of just, um, well, to first, first of all, I guess like I owe it to kind of tell the story a little bit of how I started getting into that. Okay. Um, I sold my first painting in October of 2017. 2017 was a really hard year for me mentally. Okay. That was actually when we first met around right. that time. Remember, I was going right. through some yeah. stuff. Yeah. And um, I was kind of trying to discover myself. I've always had a flair for creativity. I've always liked writing. Um, I've always liked drawing, painting. Not really drawing, like, graphic drawing or, like, you know, detailed step-by-step drawing. But, like, really, like, creating stuff. Painting was always my thing. Um but I, I, for some reason, I, like, suppressed that in some kind of compartment. Like, mm. you know, I deemed it, like, not serious enough, not good enough. Right. I had to, like, focus on business and focus on, like, serious things and making money. And it was, like, money, 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 money was the end goal, which mm. is kind of normal. But um, now I've changed. I've adjusted my mentality so much. Like, side note, it's, it's more like chase the passion and the money will be a byproduct of that passion. For sure, for sure. But, um, yeah, no, so at that time, I was really, like, money, 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 money. And um, I kind of just like lost it a bit, you know. I kind of wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't creating as much as I would have wanted to. Right. And then um, one day, I kind of just said, like, you know what? Fuck, fuck it. Sorry. <laughs> I was just like, you know <laughs> no, it's what? Okay. It's, okay. it's okay. Don't worry about it. Be honest. Screw be it. real. <laughs> be honest. Be real. I got a bleep button. It's okay. I can fix that. It's all good. <laughs> No, so one day, you know, I was just like, okay, you know what, um, I'm going to go buy a canvas and I'm just going to paint some 
some stuff and um there was this one artist that kind of like got my creative juices flowing i want to say um to be honest i don't even remember his name so mm. it's not like a you know it wasn't not like a picasso or like anybody like super super significant but um i had seen his paintings and i really really liked what he was doing and i was like i kind of want to do something in that style kind of like abstract whatever um and i painted it and i really i liked it and i had no intentions of selling it whatsoever it was just like a fun thing for me to do mm. and then i like ended up posting it on facebook just like that i think it's because i wanted to share like you know i just wanted to share mm. and not even on instagram just like on facebook yeah. with my like friends and family kind of was like a safer zone because yeah. i used to paint but i just never shared anything because right. i just i don't know i was shy i guess right. i was i was i didn't think i was good enough, good enough for you that. know okay. Okay. so um I ended up posting on Facebook and then like someone shared it and someone else shared it and like I got a, a lot of nice feedback which was cool. Mm. But the next thing you know some guy messaged me and he was like, hey, uh, I really like this painting. What's it going for? And I was like, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> so he's like, well, how much, you know, what's, what can I make an offer? And I was like, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I didn't even know what to tell him. And he i was just like i don't know i like calculated the materials that it cost me and i yeah. was just like well can you shoot a price because like I, I was so shy that he even wanted something i made yeah, you know yeah. and um he was like uh okay uh how about uh 800 and i was like oh okay i was like yeah yeah for sure and like i just wanted to bring it to his house as soon as possible because i didn't want him to change his mind <laughs> so i was like uh, yeah, yeah yeah it's fine like i'll come tomorrow whatever <laughs> like the next day i hadn't even sealed the painting because like i have no like professional background in painting right, you know so i don't right. really i didn't know yeah, like the sure technicalities how to, how to do that, right. yeah so that was really funny so i ended up bringing it to him and i hadn't even signed it he's like can you sign it because like if one day you get famous like i want to know i want to say i have the first one so it was like a huge confidence in ego not ego boost but confidence boost but for you felt, sure you felt nice i felt uh, you good. felt nice you felt nice i was like That's okay. okay i can That's do something cool. with this That's cool. you know That's cool. That's cool. yeah so um that was in 2017 and then um they kind of just like it i guess what it did is it motivated me to be open to creating more right, right? and then um i had start with i had started with some floral installations those were the next pieces i did so com something completely different uh the way i see myself is like i really like creating i i, I had a I had trouble using the label artist for a while but now right. i do realize that i am an artist right. but um i didn't like that that like label because i felt like i had to have some kind of like training and had to be like really really good and like you know like picasso's an artist and mm. like you know monet is an artist but like i don't know i didn't feel like i was an artist i felt like you had I was, to have you had to have some kind of rep yeah reputation you know and I, and and then i realized that like no i am an artist for sure i definitely create a lot and you know whatever so now i do feel like an artist but um i like creating i right. really really enjoy creating and um it's not necessarily paint it can be anything so then came the floral installation um i actually got the idea there was a runway show i can't remember if it was chanel or one of these runway shows and they had incorporated a lot of um, florals in the runway show, and I really liked that. So I was like, I want to try to do this on a canvas. I had looked it up. I, no one had done it. I had, hadn't seen anybody do it. So I went ahead, and I did this, like, piece. And then some guy messaged me on social media for his daughter's baby room, and he wanted the Chanel piece. And oh, it was a Chanel. Was it was like, a Chanel piece, Gucci? yeah. Chanel. No, it was Chanel. It was the two Cs, like, but it was a floral installation, so it was, like, all made out of flowers. Right, right. And then from that, then a the next person and the next person. And then it was just, like, a flow i just like tapped into like a flow of potential yeah. you know what i mean yeah and like we're very much in like the new age era of like you know manifesting and all this stuff and like that's all good i, I don't really have anything to 
say exactly, you know, like I didn't manifest it, I guess. I really just followed my passion or I followed, I was excited about my ideas and Mm. I did the things that I liked and I just simply like shared it. That's all I did. I didn't really do anything out there. I didn't like pitch or, you know, I didn't like send it to a gallery or do anything out of the ordinary. I really just posted it. And Mm. then someone was like, hey, is this available? And they went for it. And then the next thing. And then the next thing. And now we're two years in and I'm probably on like my 13th or 14th piece that I've sold. So, you know what I mean? It's just like I said, chasing the passion and the money will come. Let me interrupt (laughs) Chloe for a second. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, listen. There's a lesson underneath all of this. (laughs) You all have a talent. You have a skill. You have an ability. Never disable your ability. That's right. Limiting yourself and thinking that I can't do that or I shouldn't do this because I don't have a this or I don't have a that or I'm not there yet. Chloe didn't wait till Monday. <laughs> she don't suffer from start on Monday syndrome. She don't. She doesn't <laughs> suffer from that stuff because she said, I'm going to get this out. And all she did was share and it turned into success. Like that to me is amazing because it proves the point that if you put yourself out there, your potential can be exposed and somebody will recognize that and they will value it at something. And you can you value yourself, but someone else could recognize the value and go, yo, I agree. I mean, yeah. you probably didn't think, oh, my piece is worth 800 bucks and the guy goes $800. Yeah, now I sell them for way more than that. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because then like, at a, you get to a point where you're just like, you're comfortable in your trade and you're like, okay, I'm worth this. Because at the beginning I was like, I'm not worth this. This is crazy. Right. But like, it you know, you, you build yourself, it, it really built something inside of you, you know, right. and to get back to what you're saying, there's two things I have to say about that. The first is I read something really interesting um, the other day that said like 20 minutes trying something that you want to do is more than 20 hours thinking about something that you'd like to do, you know. Can you <laughs> say it out one more time for the people in the back? Yeah, so 20 minutes. One more time for the people in the back. <laughs> Listen up. So 20 minutes doing something that you want to do, whatever it is, whether it's, you know, a skill or even fitness, you know, like just 20 minutes in that direction, which Mm -hmm. is nothing, Mm -hmm. is already more than 20 hours sitting around, you know, thinking thinking about about doing it. Yeah. So that's something that I read the other day. I was like, yeah, man, that's so true. And then the second thing, which you you said that kind of reminded me, um, two summers ago, I kind of came up with this mantra that I told myself I would stick to. Mm And it was, um, I'm open to the possibilities outside of those to which I limit myself. So, (laughs) 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 dropping some gems on this, people. What? (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but that was a big one for me. And um, do you keep that? Some like when you when you think of these these mantras or you see these things, do you keep them somewhere close to you so that? you remember it like is it on your fridge is it on your phone is it uh somewhere that is accessible that you can always be reminded of it's funny because i have a whole highlight actually on my instagram Mm -hmm. um a highlight role like a story or whatever of only things that i think of um some are drawn you know some are drawn from inspiration whether it's like the oprah soul talks on sundays i'm a big fan of those Mm. um or if it's a book that i read or if it's you know uh, something that i listen to a podcast whatever it is or even my own thoughts something Mm. i've lived through an experience and i just kind of like wanted to pull the lesson from what i learned um i write it down in that um in that scroll so i do have actually like a a full Large story, yeah, like just like yeah, yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. 
but yeah that one i i really like i try to remind myself all the time and mm. i think it's an important one because often we limit ourselves in our mind so much yeah. and there's so much outside of the limitations that you put on yourself yeah. you know and it might not be exactly word for word or, or foot for foot or you know what you think it is mm. but it ends up being something really close now you talk about limitation limiting your mind i mean i speak about this often some of the stuff that i put out there on on instagram whether it be just in morning conversation i have with with people who decide to tune in the view appreciate you all <laughs> anyone who listens to podcast episodes that i put before i've written a blog about it um because i have seen the effects of how limiting your thoughts can actually or limiting yourself through your thoughts mm-hmm. can stump like stumble your growth or mm-hmm. stump your Stunt. growth stunt your growth sorry mm-hmm. Can stunt your growth. How what what did it take for you to come out of that? Was it the art that helped you to change your way of thinking in that regard, or was it like a plethora of things that, um, that changed? You know, there's a few things. The first thing is you are not a thought, you're a soul. Okay? And you have thoughts. And they're separate. Mm-hmm. And that's the first thing. And once you realize that you're not your thoughts and you let them come and go as they should because mm-hmm. everybody has thoughts and right. it's only normal. Right. You detach yourself from that and you realize that you're not your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So being detached from that makes you feel like you're in control and you're a lot stronger. So that helped me because I was like, well, I'm not my thoughts. My thoughts pass in my mind, but I'm not them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're just a thought. It's just a thought. So that kind of helped me. Art has helped me with other things. Um, it's a very emotional passion right so when i'm feeling a lot mm-hmm. i i turn to the canvas um whether it's something i i i'm going through most of the time i must say and i feel like all artists can relate mm-hmm. it's when you're going through something difficult that you turn to creating right um i want to say this also like in my darkest times is when i've created the most beautiful things so like it's so important to remember that because often again like when we're in which happens we're like in a dark place um we're afraid of this darkness, but sometimes these beautiful cracks of light just kind of crack through your darkness, mm-hmm. and and it it turns out to be so amazing, you know. That's that's big. That's big yeah. right there. That's yeah. big, and a lot of people need help to kind of uh, come out of that yeah. sort of darkness, or at least to see that there's a light somewhere in that dark period or experience that they're having. Yeah, and yeah. it requires uh, it requires a lot of resilience. Mm-hmm. It requires a lot of desire. Um, you have to want to for yourself, right. you know, first and foremost. And if you can't find that want or desire for yourself, you need to reach out to a system, whether it's friends or family or a support system that you can find that you feel comfortable with mm-hmm. that will help you find that desire for yourself right. to then be able to rebuild yourself. Because often what happens is that people, um, they, uh, they reach outward hoping for a solution for whatever it is that they're going through Mm -hmm. but really the solution is inside of you right you just need sometimes you need that extra reinforcement or you need like just actually this morning like i was going through something just this morning Mm -hmm. and um i reached out to my sister and i was telling her what i was going through and i was like yeah whatever and she answered me and she was like yeah okay maybe like the vulnerable chloe but i know the the strong Chloe. I know the resilient Chloe that like, you know, that watches over that vulnerable Chloe and I know how she is. So, and I, and she's scary, you know, like she told me that and I was just like, 
that's right. I'm strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm capable. I'm, you know, and it kind of just like it boosted me. And then yeah. I was like, I got this, you yeah. know, and I was like right back on on, on track. So um, if it's not, you know, like reaching outward to like, you know, work out a solution, but at least just get that little boost of like, mm. you can do this. You're good. Get up. Dust yourself off. You're fine. You got this. You know, you can continue going forward and you'll be OK. Yeah. And that sounds like uh, uh, something that I have heard has been very very um impactful self-talk mm-hmm. positive self-talk especially um what are are there some things that you tell yourself i mean you just said like you know you're strong you got this dust yourself off keep moving is there anything else that you tell yourself on a, like a daily basis uh that maybe you recite to yourself that you actually when you say you believe those words you tell yourself or is it just like a routine thing yeah um, so for that to be honest um To me, life is a practice. Mm. Every day is a new day to practice every single day. And when you have a bad day or you're going through something, you can always be like, well, tomorrow's a new day to start off fresh. You know what I mean? Not like you said, Monday or not January 1st or not on your birthday. It doesn't matter. Literally the next day, you can go to bed and be like, okay, you know what? I gave this day. I'm putting in the garbage. Tomorrow's a new day and we'll start from tomorrow. So um, life is a practice. And it's not so much what I tell myself, but things that I practice or I try to practice on a regular basis as to make things a little bit easier because life is difficult. Yeah. Listen, you're going to have adversities. You're going to have problems. You're going to have things coming at you. You're, you're not going to know how to deal with them until you, you're you going through it. You know what I mean? It's like you never know what can happen, right? But I feel like if you have the right tools and you have a practice, mm. then it can make it a little bit easier. And then when, once things get a little bit easier, then the next adversity is a little bit easier and a little bit easier. And then you're like, okay, like I can handle these things, you know, and then you get stronger. So for me, my practice, uh, one that I've, or just one that I've adopted that I've, I try to practice regularly is anytime I have a negative thought, I try to replace it with a positive thought. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I practice regularly. Mm-hmm. So even if it's something as stupid as I was at the mall last Friday, okay, <laughs> and I was shopping, and I couldn't find a pair of jeans. Like, I was driving me crazy. I had went to, like, four stores, and I was like, I can't find any jeans that I like. Da, 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 whatever. Mm. I was freaking out. It was so stupid. So dumb. <laughs> people Anyways. Get, people get serious about Listen, I had a date, okay? <laughs> so I needed some nice jeans for my date. <laughs> It's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I don't think it's, I never think things like that are stupid. Listen, it's just listen, frustrating. You try to find the right piece of broccoli. <laughs> you're like, man, I can't just get one good piece, man. Cool. So, That's for fine. the sake of my example, yeah. you know, and I, and then I just started with that that self talk that was negative, and I was just like, I'm never gonna find anything, blah, blah, whatever I was telling myself, and then I stopped in my tracks, and I was like, hey, it's Friday afternoon. I'm shopping on a Friday afternoon. How lucky am I? There's some people that are at their job right now working. There's some people that are sick or there's some people that are in the hospital. And I'm like, lucky me that I get my Friday afternoon to go shopping. And that, just that little like Mm. change of direction in my thoughts kind of made me feel like. It's a perspective adjustment. Oh my God, yeah. And that's something that I try to do also all the time is perspective adjustments. Mm -hmm. Like, that, that helps me tremendously. Wow. Like anytime there's something, I always try to find a silver lining. I always try to look on the positive side of things. Um, even in the most darkest, deepest, most difficult things, I'm like, okay, let me find something good out of this, you know. And if it's not something good, at least a lesson for the next time, you know. What can I, what can, how can I apply this in life, you know. Right. What you so, can learn from it. Yeah. Wow, that's, <laughs> we're not even halfway done. <laughs> She's dropping so gems like crazy. Um, a little bit more on your art. 
what would you say is your most treasured piece? Oh my God! So if you know, if you've seen my art, you know mm. that all of it is different, right? Yeah. I never do the same thing twice. Right. Every piece is original. Most of my pieces are commissioned pieces, so I think it's only fair to my consumer. I think it's part of like my quote-unquote brand, if you want. Um, I like for things to be original. I like things that are original, so I wouldn't want to make something twice and then someone be like, "Oh, like you know, you made this already. Mm, Why right. are you doing it again for somebody else?" Right. So I try to leave that exclusivity to each client that I deal with in terms of like people that purchase my art cool. um i'm really into pop art i really like pop art it's fun mm. i like to put my own flair on things you know um basically anytime that anytime i have an idea or a challenge i kind of want to challenge myself to put it on canvas or on paper or to do it um that's the fun part about art for me is not so much you know it helps me get out of my funk because mm. it it's not really what I use art for, but it's a new challenge to try something different and to challenge myself and prove to myself that I'm so, you know, versatile in what I'm doing and I can actually do anything, you know, and um, I can be the best. You know what I mean? I can do the best. So do you think your potential, you've reached your potential yet? Oh, my God. No, no, no I'm just getting started. Good answer. Yeah. No, no, if you no. said if you said, yeah, I think I'm good. I'm like, what are you saying? No, like, no, 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 no. I'm far from from. From reaching my potential, you know what I mean. I think it. I think there's always room for improvement, and there's always room to learn. And like eventually, I'd love to go back to art school and like learn the real like the basics, basics. You know, just about like lighting and whatever. Right. But um, but yeah, no, I've definitely haven't reached my potential, and I have a few other projects, art projects in mind. And even now, like actually today, I got a piece commissioned from this girl, a commissioned piece, and um, it's something that I haven't done before. Okay. So I'm excited to get started because I want to see how I'm going to be able to like Put it all together. do it. Yeah, I feel that. Mm -hmm. I feel that. Wow. How to execute? If you're just joining us, we're in the building right now. Chloe Lalouz, thank you so much again, once again for coming. <laughs> we're not Thanks done. Thanks for having me. But this conversation is going. I'm, my eyes are open. I'm just going. This is going to be live, my friend. <laughs> um, you have a business. Yes. With Mariana. Yes. Uh, Pure Love Dog Food. Yes. How did you get started in that? So. Um, I was getting, I was, I was in school mm -hmm. a few years ago. I was getting my bachelor's in uh, finance, which I went back to school at 23, by the way. Um, I never really knew what I wanted to do. I was kind of like all over the place in my younger years. And then I decided like, okay, no, I have to be serious, go back to school, get a degree. That's going to put me on the right track, mm -hmm. which I mean, it did help, but really I, I'm not doing anything that has to do with my degree. <laughs> so if you don't have a degree, you know, don't feel bad. You know, just just follow your just passion. Follow your passion, okay. But um, but yeah. So while I was getting my degree, uh, you know, I got a dog, and Mariana got a dog, and um, our dogs were both sick. Uh, her dog had allergies, and my dog had like gastro problems. She was never gaining any weight, and she was supposed to be a big dog, you know. And um, basically, long story short, we were looking for a product on the market. It didn't exist. Mm. Um, we were both studying business. It just kind of seemed like the right thing to do right yeah. it was like we were studying this and at the same time we were looking for something and then i was i told her one day i was like hey like what about if we made a business out of this and she was like yeah like i'm down you want to do it i'm you know we're like two peas in a pod so yeah. it's like you're down yeah i'm down okay let's try yeah and so we started like three years ago we started um you know making raw dog food we wanted something healthy we wanted something local we wanted something that had everything in it that we wanted for our dogs so we started that and um, we started feeding our dogs that and her dog's allergies cleared up. My dog started gaining weight and nice. she got super healthy. Nice. Um, yeah, Marion had took her dog back to the vet and the vet was like, 
in disbelief basically so we basically created like a magic food for our dogs <laughs> and then we're like you know we want to share this with the world you know it became like a, a passion slash mission vision whatever right, right. um and then again like the money was a, a byproduct right we're like first let's plug in the numbers let's do like a marketing analysis see if it's worth it if we can do it what the industry is like um you know we put our schooling you know the school that we did like behind it basically and then once we realized that like yeah it was feasible and it was good and whatever um we just put plan to action and we just started you know we started on social media on facebook we started like you know That's posting this like there. hey we're, we're posting this and then like we're doing this and then like fa family friends and then friends and then we had like our first client that we didn't know and we were like oh my god we have a client <laughs> this is so cool you know yeah and then like we just i don't want to say it but I'm going to say it like we really faked it till we made it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we just created a hype and we were just like, this is, you know, we kept saying it. We, we were making it so much bigger than what it was at right. the time. You know, right. now it is a lot bigger. Yeah. But like three years ago, like we were like, yeah, we'll just have to speak to our management department. But like it was just me and Mariana doing things. You know what I mean? Like we were the management department, you know, but um. But let, you me, know, let me talk to HR for a second. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, we really made it, like, oh, we were this man. big company, but it was just us two, you know? Like, we started Mariana's Basement, basically. Now we have a facility. Um, you know, we have five employees, which is, you know, it's not huge, but still something. Still growing. And, something. That's great. Um, yeah, I mean, it's grown exponentially. The numbers have been really, really good for the past few years, hoping to, you know, just get better and better. Um, and then, and yeah, so that's basically how that kind of went down, which is obviously another big passion project right, of mine. Right. I love what I do. Um, you know, I've never been a nine to five person. I've never been the kind of person that like wants to work for somebody else. I'm not really good with authority. I'm not really good with being told like what to do. It's just my personality. Yeah. I've learned to accept who I am. Right. And um, is that why you didn't like fitness? You're like, I don't want no coach telling me what to do. <laughs> you know what? Who this guy think he is? Mark? No, it's not even Battle that. Battle ropes. Even my kickboxing coach, <laughs> like he tells me what to do, and I'm okay with it. It's okay, not that. Right. It, in fitness, it's something else because I respect. I respect you guys. Right. You know what I mean? Like. You know, you, you 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 put so much work into what you do, and even my coaches too. Like my coach is an ex boxer his whole life. Like I respect him so much, mm -hmm. you know. And because I respect him, that's why I, I don't Amazing. like challenge his okay. authority. But right. he's told me before a few times, like your attitude shit, or like <laughs> you have a bad attitude, or like get out of my gym. Like yeah, I've definitely heard that a few times. Oh man. Yeah, because. I know I have an yeah, attitude problem. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. So, anyway, so authority is not really my thing, and like. I don't know. I just, I never really wanted a career, quote unquote. I just okay. wanted financial freedom. Right. I wanted um, something to pay my bills. I wanted, you know, uh, I just wanted to be free financially so that I could do what I want right. and create the life I want. Right. And I realized that, like, you can do both simultaneously. So mm -hmm. PL, PL, which is Pure Love Dog Food, mm -hmm. is a passion project that has turned into a business that has turned into my main gig. Um, it's what's gonna buy me my financial freedom, basically. And then from that, you know, I get to do other things like painting or other things I like th that, that end up being lucrative, right? right so, right. which is also cool because it's just extra dollars rolling in. Well, yeah, but, um, but I mean, essentially it's just cause like, you know, I wanna be able to travel, I wanna be able to, you know, do what I wanna do and 
and yeah so yeah so y there's obviously research that goes into what you put together absolutely so okay. let me not like let me not be that like no, know, no, we no. faked it till we made it <laughs> we, we both got certified in canine nutrition okay yeah yeah we, yeah we got our certifications um you know we had our recipes i won't lie we had our recipes a little bit down pack even before we did right. and then um we wanted to get certified because we wanted to learn about other ingredients that would help um optimal canine health right so you know our dogs have some problems but we knew that other dogs had other problems like you know uh renal failure right. or uh, other problems that you know geo or somebody didn't have so we needed to learn about certain things to be able to cater to everybody basically even we have a all vegetarian option for dogs that are allergic to basically any proteins mm -hmm. or for you know a lot of owners a lot of people are vegan mm -hmm. so they don't want to deal with meat so we still have we offer a vegan option to our clients which is still has 25 grams of protein per serving so it's still super super high in protein it's super super healthy and we're the only one in quebec to do it so, you know what I mean? Like, we really got everyone covered, and we put a lot of research and a lot of work into what we've been doing. I mean, we've been working tooth and nail for the past three years. It's crazy. It's like, sometimes I work doubles, triples. Like, I don't even see the time pass, you know? And we're just there, like, doing it because we love what we're doing, you know? That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. When you're, when you're passionate about something and you're willing to put the work into it because you see the value that comes out of it, Yeah. Uh, you don't see the time pass. It just no. goes. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like, it's not all flowers and butterflies. No, for like, sure, for sure, for sure. You know, there's nights where I cried, and I was like, what am I doing? Like, is this ever going to give? You know, what am I doing? And then I have to remind myself on those days, which is kind of what I talked about in Thinking Out Loud, was like you have to remind yourself on those days that, like, you're planting a seed, and it's going to grow, but it's going to take time. Mm. And you have to water that seed every day, and, you know, the tree will grow, but it's not going to be the next day. And unfortunately, we live in this instant world where everybody thinks like yeah. social media makes everybody seem or makes it look like everything happens overnight. Right. And it freaking doesn't, man. No. It no. freaking doesn't. No. And, you know, it's just like it sucks because everybody thinks it does or people think they do or they go into business thinking that it will. And then they get discouraged and they stop what they're doing because it's not like representative. It's not real. You know. Right. right. So I wish I just wish that like other businesses because I'm really transparent with, you know, I share a lot on social media, but yeah. like I'm very transparent with my work. And, um, you know, I've, like, snapped at 3 o'clock in the morning. We're like, I'm just leaving the warehouse now. Like, I'm fucking tired. You know what I mean? But um, people need to know. You know, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of hard work. And it's a lot of doubt. Yeah. And then it's a lot of back and forth. It's not a straight line. It's right. a lot of, like, you up know, and down. up and down. Yeah. yeah. And that's what really tells a good story, though, because no successful business has ever been straight. No. Um, I was reading the book uh, Shoe Dog. Oh, yeah, that's a great book. And just to learn how he started, like Nike, you understand what Nike is now? Yeah. Just to learn what he had to do. Yeah. It was like a, this. Yeah. And he's like stuck with something. Yeah. You know, and I remember when I first started as a personal trainer, my wife said to me, cool, you want to do that? Great. You better not quit, though. Yeah. Like if you're going to start this, you better go through all the way. Yeah. Don't do something start and you stop. Because I've seen people. Good job, Breezy. <laughs> go, 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 go. And then they go, ah, and they stop. Yeah. And I'm like, what happened with this? Uh, because they never really, they realize that there's work involved. Mm -hmm. So anything that you want to have happen, you got to be willing to put in the work. Absolutely. And when you put the work in and you see what comes out, of it, even if it's, you know, you plant a seed and one shoot comes up. And then you plant another seed, you water some more. Before you know it, 10 shoots come up. Mm -hmm. Then you got a whole garden. Yeah. Because you took the time to cultivate what it is that you wanted to get done 
to yeah. make it work. And there's another thing that's super important that I want to address. Like, I don't mm -hmm. really like to give much um, energy to negativity, sure. but it's something that needs to be said, and it's important. Um, don't listen to anyone. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you want to bounce ideas off of people and other people, you know, maybe they didn't have the courage to do it or they, they, they you know, they're like low key, like not hating on you, but you right. know, like they kind of wish they would do it and they don't. And then they like, I remember when I started, when I started PL, when we started PL, they were like, you're going to do dog food. You're going to do dog, like you're going to mix the meat and like, and I was like, yeah, I want to like try to do this. And I remember people being like, that's not going to work raw dog food with meat but dogs eat kibble like it wasn't popular at that time it was like i was the very beginning you right, know right. and i was like no like this is going to be the future soon dogs are only going to be eating raw and like just meat and whatever and people were like nah that's crazy like that's not going to be a thing yeah and look at it now and i, I feel like that's that's you every know? idea i know and it sucks but it sucks it, that people are like that but that's called crabs in the bucket <laughs> it is you have an idea you have something you're trying to get out of the bucket Crabs in the book and tell you, nah. Pfft. Yeah. And they pull you back down. And a lot of people go, yeah, you're right. And they stay down. So, so maybe I'll, I'll take back what I said and rephrase it. Is right. Not don't talk to people. Yeah, yeah. But just talk to the right the people. The right people. Right, The right, people right. that want to see you do good. The people that want to see you succeed. The people that you trust, right. you know. The people that you value their opinion. Because you're not going to go share your idea with someone who's not doing anything with their life right. and they'd be like, hey, I want to do this and expect them to be like, yeah, that's a great idea. You yeah. should do it. Yeah. Like, your friend's not even doing anything for themselves. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, go talk to the person that you admire. Find four people that you admire and go talk to them. Yeah. Be like, I really like your worth e work ethic. This is what I want to do. What do you think about this idea? You know? My brother is a big inspiration to me. My sister too. My sister too. Like, I'm the youngest of five. Okay. And I, have, I said sisters because I have more than one sister. Yeah. But uh, my brother is like extremely successful and you know, he's always been a go-to for me when it comes to, like, that. Because I admire his work ethic. And yeah. I admire what he's doing. And yeah. I admire him. So I always ask his opinion on things because I value right. it. You right. know what I mean? Whereas other people, maybe not. Because right. I don't care what they have to say. That's good. You know? I was actually going to ask you about that. Like, who who do you draw your inspiration from? Yeah. Um, your motivation to, to move in the direction you're going. You mentioned your brother was good. Um, it's always good to have somebody you can kind of refer to. Yeah. As like a, yeah, I look at this person and what they've done and not look at it as a, oh man, I wish I could do what they did and then kind of have a sour note to things. Yeah. More look at it as if they can do it, I can do it too. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a difficult attitude to kind of like draw out of people sometimes I find. I don't know if you might think the same thing. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And I think, I think people are a little bit afraid also to kind of like look up to somebody else because mm. it makes them feel weaker or something right, like that. Right, right. Um, I don't think that's like, that doesn't apply to me. I think some of the best people look up to other people. They have mentors or life coaches or right. coaches or, you know, they have people they talk to, bounce ideas off of. Um, honestly, I'm really, I'm the youngest of five. So I'm fortunate in the sense that I was able to see five, four people before me, you know, do life. So I get to like watch them right. kind of do life before me a bit. Right, right. Um, and I also come from a family that everybody's kind of an entrepreneur. I don't have anybody in my family who does like a nine to five. My sister is a super successful, a successful chef mm -hmm. um, who owns five restaurants. So she's like the epitome of a powerhouse, super like um, entrepreneur. My brother was on the Forbes list 30 under 30. Wow. He, yeah, he's like really a force to be reckoned with in the tech world. Um, you know, he's working, he's basically, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say the wrong thing because, you know, <laughs> it's, you know, it's the, it's, it's all like whatever the, the terms, but yeah. like he's like really into the cryptocurrency stuff okay, i think yeah, yeah, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. 
he basically developed like the currency for Facebook. So like, oh, wow. yeah, so he's he's doing really, really well. He lives in New York. Um, so he's a really big inspiration for me. My other sisters, one of my sisters is a social worker um, who helps place people in need um, who have uh, mental or physical disabilities and helps them find jobs. So like, I really look up to her because I find that wow. so commendable and wow. it's such an awesome work and she loves what she does. She's really into like politics and social work and stuff like that. And my sister Jessica works with the elderly. So, um, you know, she helps them uh, find homes and uh, find care with the elderly. You got like a super lineage. <laughs> oh, shout out to Chloe's family right there. Wow. Yes, I really that cool. That's remarkable. Yeah, man. That's amazing. That's amazing. It so. takes, I respect people who uh, take on roles and tasks like that. Yeah. And inspire other people to be like, you know, I should do something too. Yeah. It's, it feels a lot like a give back. And I think that's, that's, that's phenomenal. That's amazing. And, and you know, don't get me wrong. Like there's, um, we're, we live very much in a very like entrepreneurial world right. at this moment because right. there's so many platforms that help you propel your business, For whether sure. it's Amazon or Facebook or Instagram, social media, whatever it is. It's so easy to connect with, right. um, a consumer or an audience or whatever. Right. And so people feel a lot of pressure to get into it, right. but there's nothing wrong with being like an excellent dentist or an excellent pharmacist or an excellent you sure. know, teacher or whatever. You know, you don't have for to sure. be an entrepreneur. It's not for everybody. No. Really not. And um, it doesn't mean that it's bad or, you know, it's good, but like you have to have that risk-taking energy inside of you. You have to have that belief in you. You have to have that kind of visionary vibes. Yeah. You have to be able to see something and, you know, like you said, kind of like not give up and push and, and watch it grow kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and see how you could be a, a person who could change someone's life. Yeah. I mean, look, think about it. Going back to what we're talking about with your art, you put something out there, share with your family and friends. Yeah. Someone hits you up and goes, yo, I want to buy that. Because they saw this art piece is like, impacting me that so much so that i'm gonna pay money to get this yeah rare one of a kind because something about it draws me to it it wasn't like uh yeah i should just get this obviously people are they're drawn to that whatever energy is behind the artwork that that you created yeah they're drawn to that creation i'm shocked every time you say it and like it makes me emotional because i'm not shocked like i'm not good enough i'm shocked I'm thankful, mm. I'm grateful, I'm humbled that every time I create something, someone relates to it and wants it. Like, it's a crazy feeling. It's but like, it, it, wow, you want this in your house? It proves, you know what I mean? it proves how connected people actually are. Yeah. Even though in a lot of ways we're disconnected because of platforms that we use right. sometimes get in the way yeah. and separate us. Yeah. Or lack of conversation separates people. Like, there are a lot of things that if we put more emphasis in, 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 in doing, encouraging people to do, we wouldn't have so much of a, a disconnect. Like, human interaction is necessary. Mm -hmm. And people interact through art. And you were able to interact through your art piece to this person, or now to other people. Right. That now you sell your pieces and people go, yeah, I see what you're saying through this. Yeah. I think that's, I, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, it all comes down to connection, right? Like you oh, said, for sure. it's all for about sure. human connection. Everybody just wants to connect and everybody wants, quote unquote, love on a certain level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's what it is, right? You, whether it's a dap or, you know, it's like a I see you or whatever it is. Like yeah. It's just human connection. So, yeah. so yeah, if that's a channel that I can use to connect to people, I mean, why not? Amazing. And, you know, if people connect to me through that same channel, then that's awesome. For sure. I love it. For sure. <sighs> Some fire going on over here. Wow. <laughs> fire. You're um, killing me. 2020, new year, new decade, new start. 
Um, what areas of your life would you like to change so that you can be a dominant force? Wow, that's a big question, Let man. Let me tell you something. We ask big questions me. on this. Listen, this podcast <laughs> is full of big questions. I don't even know what I'm going to say right now. This podcast is full of big questions because people want to know. Yeah. Um, I'm tired of talking, man. People, I need to hear it from other people because people like you inspire me. That's nice. You're so so I, you I inspire me it. too, man. I swear, I see you all the it's time a, it's posting cross, your stuff, and I'm just like, this is inspirational. Listen, it's an exchange. Yeah. I'm getting this exchange now because I feel fired up. I feel like I need to go get a sketchbook. <laughs> start, <laughs> start painting. Start drawing stuff, man. Oh, it's so funny. Honey, pass me the charcoal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, what what things are you looking to change to dominate this year? Um, it's not so much change, mm-hmm. more dive deeper into. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to change anything. I just want to, like, delve into more. Okay. So basically, um, one of the things that I want to do is just try as many new different things as possible. Okay. I think that's super important. Um, you know, di- just different things. Like, for example, like, I've never been snowboarding before, and I really want to try that Snowboard this year. Snowboarding is lit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, like, I told myself I would give myself that challenge that this year I would try snowboarding, even though right. I've never been. Right, um, Get uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, if, uh, absolutely. Like, I'm super Beautiful things happen you get uncomfortable. I agree. Um, you know, I wanted to try teaching, like, just to learn. You know, I, just it's a few things that I, I kind of want to I wanna learn and, and do. Um, but in terms of business, I gave myself some goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I turned 30 2019, so, you know, I took some time to reflect on the last 30 years and kind of see how I feel and where I'm going and what I want to do. Um, last year was the year, 2017 was a shaky year for me, man. I was really, really shaked up. Mm. 2018 was like rebuilding my foundation. 2019 was the year of I can do whatever I want, and I, if I put my mind to it, I can do it. And 2020 for me is really just continuing that same mentality and going even deeper into it with bigger goals and bigger visions. So, um, you know, I won't hide it. I PL is my main gig, but I also have another side hustle other than art. Okay. Um, I work two days a week doing finance, which okay. is what I had studied. Cool. Um, so I gave myself the deadline of September 2020 to quit that job, um, which means, you know, firing it up on PL's end and, like, really, you know, acquiring as many clients as we can so that I can quit that job in 2020. Cool. So it's like a, you know, a push. Um, and then, yeah, just creating more art, um, continue what I'm doing, continue with my, fi- uh, with my fitness, all of my kickboxing mm-hmm. and, um, travel, you know, there's a lot of things that I want to do, not necessarily just like for the year or for 2020, but, um, just in general, you know, like what direction I want to take my life in. You should go to Japan. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, I heard it's sick. Japan is Clean, was, a, was the slitty. greatest trip hey, I've ever been there, on. Right? Greatest trip I've ever been on. Nice. Like. 13 hours in a plane, you're like, damn, it's a long flight. Better be worth it. <laughs> From the jump. Mm. From getting on the plane, 13 hours, people on the plane smiling the whole time. Yeah. Never seen that in my life. Yeah. The experience, the yeah, atmosphere. The Japanese are so cool. The eh? people, the bathrooms. Yeah. The, I talk the about the total, bathrooms. The total toilet. What? It's I talk lady, about the right? bathroom to everyone. <laughs> that toilet washes your bum, eh? Right. <laughs> it does. In, it has a jet. Yeah. You I walk, know. You walk in and the thing goes. Oof, I know, I and know. And it cleans inside. I know, I know. You keep a warm your butt, you can do everything. What? I know, that I toilet s- is and lit. And not in just a regular person's house. <laughs> in the public bathrooms. Listen, I, the first so place funny. I ever went where everybody leaves their bike outside, yeah. no one takes it. Yeah, the people are so They don't lock their right? doors, yeah. nothing. I, so I asked a friend of ours, I said, so what kind of crime do you guys have here? She said, well, 
it's usually from like out of towners. Yeah. But everyone respects each other's space, or it might yeah. be like domestic something, which right. is still not right. It's not right. No, no. Um, but it's but not. But still, imagine. It's that's all they have, yeah. and I was like, wow, like, I was just blown away. Yeah. I was there for almost three weeks. I heard the shoe game is lit over there. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I know you and your. We're shoes. talking about you for a second. Hold on. We're I talking know about your you. Kids. I'm. A, I'm a, <laughs> We're talking about Chloe right now, but I'm just going to interject with this for a second. I walk into a one store, and I looked up, and they're playing Marvin Gaye. I remember this. <laughs> playing this day. They're playing Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye. And I looked up, and I was like, this place is insanity. <laughs> I started adding to my Instagram story. And mind you, Japan is like 12 hours ahead right now, 13 hours. Mm. My friend calls me. Yo, I just came out of Joker. I'm watching your story. What is this place? <laughs> I showed him everything. He goes, this is insane. They had Jordans in every color. Yeah, they had, of course. They had stuff. I was looking at it. I said, man. And we're talking. People are going in the streets, walking in the sidewalk. Nobody gets in your way. We're talking yeah. clear lanes. I had space like this. Yeah. And everyone's packed. But I had room like this. Mm. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah, people are super polite. You want to get, cool. get artistic inspiration? Go to Japan. Definitely will. It's on my list. I definitely will go to Asia. One Asia, of the, Europe, is, is Asia. It's dope. Yeah. It's dope. Europe, cool. I've been to a couple times, but yeah, it's same. Dope. I've been to Europe a few times too, but it's dope. So it's definitely on my list. Asia. Three yeah. places I can live in the world: Canada, Japan, Germany. Yeah, I never been to Germany or Japan. <laughs> Looks like you got some traveling to do, my friend. Okay. <laughs> um, any other features you're gonna be doing? I know that uh, you did thinking out loud. I did thinking out that loud. That segment was a uh, was dope. Thank you. Um, it was hard, the, man. All this like. You're just in front you of the camera talking. You want to talk about that? <laughs> Listen, tell me, explain a little bit more in detail what Thinking Out Loud entails. Like, because if you haven't seen it yet, Thinking Out Loud, it's different people speaking about different experiences. It might be a certain topic that they have that they're covering. Uh, Chloe had one part, spoke on it, she killed it. Thank you. But it shows, it's like almost like you, it puts you in a very vulnerable spot. Oh, it's my just God, you yeah. you and the camera. Well, yes and no. Okay. But basically, so... You know, I know the guys over at Thinking Out Loud, they're, they're pretty cool. And then my boy Travis was like, hey, do you want to be on it? Like, blah, blah, whatever. So I was like, yeah, cool, whatever, let's do it. Um, I was like, well, do I feel like prepared or like questions or like, no, he's like, no, no, it's just like, it's just a conversation. So I was like, all right, cool. So I get there and it's like a room, a dark room with just like the camera and the light like right on you. And like four or five other guys, like, you know, obviously the producer, the, you know, the director, the yeah. guy with the camera, whatever. Yeah. And um and you know Travis and Satis, and um they're they're like okay talk, and I was like, uh, 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 <laughs> what do I say? Like, what do I spot. start? And they're like, well on yeah, just like talk. And, and like after the fact, I was like, Damn, I could have dropped so many other gems. Like I could have said so much better things, but I was so nervous. Yeah. I didn't even know where to start, what to say. So Satis was like, okay, he like asked me a question, and then I started talking. He's like. You want to elaborate on that? <laughs> because it was like such a short answer. And I was like, oh my God, this is so stressful. Um, but it was a really cool experience. It was really fun. So yeah, nice. I, I did Thinking Out Loud. Um, Leaders Who Celebrate is another, uh, you know, cool platform. Right. Um, and it's coming up this Saturday. It's coming up this Saturday. There's okay. a huge event. Um, you know, it's a, it's a workshop for entrepreneurship, leadership, and uh, personal relationships. Mm. So that's going to be really cool. There's going to be a panel, you know, a bunch of people talking, sharing their story. Just another way to connect, basically. Right. Um, not so much like network business connect, but just heart connect, you know, okay. like 
hear and see and feel other people's stories right. and, you know get inspired right. so that's gonna be fun um we also recorded a podcast last year nice. um i think there was like 10 episodes so that's being released after the event okay so i think like a week or two there's a space a time frame and you're on one of those i'm episodes. i am on all the episodes, all episodes. Yeah, yeah so basically right. we're five girls four girls sorry one two three four yeah four girls and um we just talk about everything from business to what it's like being a woman um, to sex, love, relationships, uh, you know, energy, mm. spirituality, whatever, mm. like just a bunch of stuff. And it's super interesting. It was, it was, it's a really, it was a really cool experience. Um, it definitely opened up my um, perceptions, I guess, or my thoughts, processes. There was a lot of things that I challenged afterwards, right, right. you know, in myself, mm. um, just from hearing other people. And I was like, hmm, maybe my core value about that is not exactly right. Let me challenge myself and try to like, open myself up to different ideas right um but yeah it was a really cool experience it was it was uh, it was, was kind of like therapy to be honest like it's pretty cool just like talking about stuff and like with other people bouncing your ideas off of uh, nice. other people nice. so that was fun um and yeah that's 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 for that's that's what's that's what it is for leaders who celebrate I'm trying to think about what else i have coming up um i have some art projects coming up um, are you gonna be doing um like an art show anytime soon, you can be in a gallery. I got asked a few times uh, to, to participate in this one event, but the truth of the matter is that in order to be able to show, you have to have a collection. Okay. And the downside to that is that, A, I have to have like a lot of time to put into collection because in a collection you have to have like four or five pieces at least to show. Um, and my, my pieces go so fast that I don't even have time to do a collection. It's like right. I have no pieces you at home to show, you know? No, it's like okay. everything just kind of flies. So I'm not complaining at all, but at the same time, it's just like, just not feasible. So I haven't really done that yet, but maybe one day, like I'd love to be at Art Basel one day. That'd be really that'd fun. Be so, that'd be dope. Yeah, yeah, that'd, that'd, be, be, that'd be really cool. Be um, and then other than that, I have some other projects coming up with someone else uh, for art. So uh, that, 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 that should be good. And um, just a few other things. I recently experimented on leather jackets. I painted okay. the back of a leather jacket. Oh, um, it was really cool. So I'm collabing with some people for that. So that's going to be fun. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. And then, you know. I'd love to get, and this is not something that is in a rush right now, <laughs> but I like graffiti art. Okay. Okay. I'd love to get something I got you. I got I'd you. I'd love to get something that's related to being a coach mm -hmm. because... There's a there's a, a, a dude in Toronto. His name is Beto Art. Okay. On Instagram. Yeah. Um, my sister connected me with him. He has like, like his drawings phenomenal. He does like artists like hip hop artists and this and that and like. He has different. He has a painting of like all hip hop artists in one thing, like awesome. cartoon style. And it's like it was dope. And he has them on shirts. And I thought, man, you know what would be really cool? I want something like this, but like for me. Yeah. It's a project out there. I, I, of course, You're you know, I got it you. Out there. I got you. I'm just throwing it out there. If you ever had time and you think, what could I really do? You know what I mean? Like, if you have time, let me know. Yeah, for sure. Always. I'm, I'm always open I'm to I'm 100% ideas. down to put that. Even if you did it on a canvas and I got it on my shirt somehow. <laughs> Game. Yeah, definitely. Game. For sure, for sure. I That's amazing. I That's amazing. Um, so this event, Leaders Who Celebrate event, is happening uh, this Saturday, mm -hmm. January the 18th? Yes. January the 18th. It's from uh, 12 to 6. From 12 to 6 p.m. Yeah. I wanted to be there. I got to work. 
I know. Cause Maz I really wanted you to be there. It's right up your alley. Maz got to pay the visa bill, man. Uh, I got you. But you know what it is. But uh, at the end of the day, if they ever have any other events, please let me know. I'm definitely down. Definitely down to promote and encourage people to check out any sort of event that's going to help you connect with other entrepreneurs or like-minded people. And connect with people. yourself, too, you know? And just connect with yourself. Because yeah. like we spoke about in this episode so far, um, people have ideas. They're afraid to let them out. Potential is there, but it's afraid to be drawn out. I know I have this issue a lot of times with clients. You push them, you push them, you push them because you know what they're capable of doing. We put pressure on you because pressure makes diamonds. (laughs) Y'all don't want to shine? Okay, cool. I don't know what you're going to do as being a lump of coal. Cool. But just know, out of that coal can come diamonds. And obviously, it's proven true because... Not saying close a piece of coal, but she might have <laughs> she might have thought of herself in that in that realm. Yeah. And her someone pressing her or people pressing her to really get that potential, draw the potential out of her has obviously led to amazing things. And there's so much more still to come. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what you have in store from an artwork standpoint, your fitness. Watching you kick some things down. You said you have a special project you're keeping under wraps. No, which is, I mean, we can nah, talk about it a bit no, 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 if you no, no, want to no. talk about it. We can keep it under wraps if it's a secret. It's not a secret. Okay, it's not a secret. Okay, cool. It's not a secret. Give me some, give me some, shed some light on what's going, what you're going to be doing with that. So, um, I mean, I, I, listen, I'm not a coach. You know, I'm not a coach. I don't have any certifications, but... Um, next year I wanted to do my belt classes, okay. you know, to actually like rank myself mm-hmm. in terms of kickboxing. Okay. And I told myself that when I reach my black belt, so when I reach a black belt, I want to start giving classes to women. See. Um, either doing group classes or one-on-one classes, um, just to teach them the basics. I think it's so important, even if it's for like self-defense or if it's just for a workout or right. if it's just to like get your frustrations out or for your mental health or for your physical health, whatever your goals are. I think that's a super cool thing to do as a woman. It makes you feel super empowered. Um, not that I have anything against men. Like, I could do I could turn men sure. too, I guess. For sure. But, you know, I, I think with women, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And um, I kind of want to find a program to give back to kids too. Because okay. I think it's something that's really cool. I think that it's a discipline that's really fun. I always said, when I have kids, I want to put my kids in kickboxing or some kind of martial art. I think it teaches you a lot about respect. It teaches you a lot about humility. It teaches you a lot about patience, a lot about, um, you know, perseverance, all the good stuff. And I think that, you know, it just makes you feel stronger. And I want to find a way to incorporate that back into my community or into community, period. And, you know, give back whether they're, like, free classes for kids at a gym and try to, like, um, collab with a gym where it would be okay to do that um, and find a space and, like, give one free class on a Saturday or Sunday to a group of kids or, you know, maybe not kids but youth, like teenagers, whatever, keep them out of trouble or whatever the case may be. And, um, yeah, so I'm trying to work on that to kind of incorporate that. And I spoke to a friend who has a, a gym, and so, like, things are kind of in the works. But, um, I mean, like I said, it's not. She's not waiting till Monday. <laughs> no, but like I said. Starting not, right now. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's not the near future. It's the medium future. That's okay. So, you know, I have a couple of compliments to get to myself first. And then once I do, I'd love to share um, this with others because that's another thing I feel like. When you have a talent or you have something that you're passionate about or you have whatever it is, um, if you're not sharing it, then it's selfish, you know. And I respect I know, that. I know I it sounds that. harsh. No, but I respect that. I respect but that. Um, I feel like it's selfish. And so, you know, whatever you can give back in any way that you can back, I'm, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. And to me, I feel like that would be something I feel really good about. So that's what I want to do. 
<laughs> wow, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so, so let me know if ever you want to collaborate and you're down to have some kids in your yeah, gym yeah, and we can work something, something out. We can, some, we can make we can make all kinds of things happen because you know. I'm open to all kinds of ideas. When people come to me and they go, yo, I want to show you something. I want to talk about something. I'm like, okay, cool. I may not agree with it. Yeah. Especially if it's like a product-driven thing, like a, yeah, yeah. Mention, I'm not going to throw no like names out there. a supplement or something. I'm not really down with that <laughs> stuff. But if you show me, hey, you know, I came with this idea. I want to do something, whatever, for sure. Like I said, I was, um, I, I'm not toying with the idea, but the next idea is mental health awareness. Bell, let's talk. Getting something on that day would be great. May not happen on that exact day, but I know for sure there's going to be a conversation that's had um, multi-panel people. Yeah. Uh, because, like I said, a lot of things are uh, are out there that should be discussed. So, obviously, you came through. You dropped a lot of solid, positive energy. <laughs> I know you're tired. No, I'm good. I'm good. You got full energy. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, good. I'm here. Um, definitely, there was one thing I wanted to ask you about. Tell me. Um I this year have been emphasizing the pers- the perspective of opportunities over obstacles, mm-hmm. and I draw that from. I did a blog uh, a couple months back about right. Terry Fox. Okay. Now I never knew Terry Fox's real story until I actually read. You never knew about Terry Fox. I knew Terry Fox. We was, always raise money for Terry Fox in right, school, right? But I didn't know the backstory. Yeah, he had like no leg, right? So. He developed cancer, mm. uh, but he was an athlete all his life. So he ran it anyways. And he said, I want to show, well, a lot of it was to raise cancer awareness, but there's a back a reason for that. Mm. It's because as soon as he lost his leg, people said, ah, uh, he's disabled. Mm. He took disability, took out the DIS and said, no, nah, I have abilities too. And was he ran a, an equivalent of a marathon every day for 143 days. That's crazy. That's called neuroplasticity. Absolutely. He took, he thought of something and said, I'm going to do it. Was so determined, committed to do it now. Granted, he died yeah. in the process. But he was prepared to run alone. He ran by himself. People started to follow him and stuff, and they ran with him, whatever. He ran alone. Yeah. He didn't care. Right. When I, and then when I learned about that, I said, wow. But it's because he took the perspective of, disability changed it and his main goal was to make everybody realize that just because he doesn't have a leg doesn't mean he can't do stuff absolutely and it i find it interesting that people today they go well i don't have this in line so i can't do this Mm -hmm. i don't have this lined up yet so i can't do this right for you you see obviously you've had a lot of obstacles Mm. in your life challenges (laughs) challenges and stuff you you broke through what opportunities have grown from certain obstacles that you've uh, experienced that have led you to success today? Ugh, so many. Like, if I think about it on a, on a bigger scale, like, so many. I mean, first of all, your obstacles and your adversities make you who you are, which is a beautiful thing. Um, it's your choice to embrace them or not. You know what I mean? And in every adversity, there's a lesson, you know what I mean? And it's your choice also to to take that lesson or not or to apply that lesson or not or to learn that lesson or not. You know, some people go through some things and they're completely ob- oblivious and they have this, like, victim mentality of, like, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. Well, why is this happening for you? 
You know what I mean? Not to you. Good point. Right? Good point. And if this is happening for you, then where is it bringing you to next and why? Mm. So sometimes we see something and we see it as a defeat or we see it as an obstacle. But really, it's just a redirection into the right direction or a redirection into a different direction. And, you know, I don't follow a religion per se, Mm. but I am someone who's extremely spiritual I do believe in everything happening for a reason. I don't believe in coincidences or mistakes. So for me, it's just natural and normal that things line up the way they do. Now, sometimes they don't always line up the way we want them to Mm -hmm. or the way we think they should. Mm -hmm. And that's the part of it where, like, I feel like whatever's orchestrating this bigger picture, higher level of things kind of chuckles and laughs like, haha, look at you trying to control your life. But, like, you don't even know what's really lined up right and so it's like we try to control right because the sense of control gives us a sense of security but at the end of the day you only control you know there's a there's a quote um that i had heard in um in one of uh, oprah's soul talks um which like i said i'm a super big fan of <laughs> so good such a good <laughs> <laughs> soul talk oprah soul talk make yeah. sure you check that out yeah okay. no, they're really good um and she interviewed someone new every every episode. She did Lady Gaga the last time. Was she that? did Lady Gaga the last time. I'm not even there. I'm still on like season one or whatever. Okay. Like okay. yeah, yeah, it's so good. I think yeah, I'm I heard about probably that. like ten or twelve episodes deep. But um, basically, she was uh, interviewing someone and they said that you know life is ten percent what you do and ninety percent what is done to you or what happens for you mm. and as long as you show up and you give that 100% in your 10% then you're already 100 steps ahead of the game so you know you may think that everything is in your control yeah. but really that's kind of just an illusion right. and at the end of the day you can literally wake up cross the street and get hit by a car and then you know that's what happens so um it's not so much about you know that that corny quote of like it's not what you have in your hand, but, like, how you deal with the hand you're dealt. You right, know what I mean? Because right. you don't get to choose your hand. Right. But it's all about perspectives. Right. And, um, you know, I, I would say don't be afraid of adversity or obstacles. In the moment, it's hard. Yeah, absolutely. In the moment, it's difficult. In the moment, you don't see it. You just see, like, the clouds and, the, and you know, the, the darkness, and you're just like, how am I ever going to get through this? But in retrospect, once you do push yourself through mm-hmm. things, you're like, wow okay, this is what I learned and this is what I was able to go through and now look at how strong I am and what I can go through next. Now I'm ready for anything, you know? So, you know, I I, I haven't been through the worst things, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I've been through some things. You know, everybody's been through some things. Um, But I think it's just a question of, like you said, neuroplasticity and adapting to your environment, like Terry Fox, and saying, you know what? Okay, this is the hand that I was given. This is what I was dealt. What can I do with this to make this turn this negative into a positive what can i do with this that will push me to be a better version of myself or a truer version of myself or the most authentic version of myself what can i do with this that will help others that will serve others because that's what we're here for we're here for human connection and we're here to serve others everybody's here to serve somebody and you know that's why i say if you have like a talent or something it's just it's being selfish if you don't share it with the world right because you know that's what we're here for right Mm -hmm. Is to help others and to connect with others and, you know, to grow grow through it all, basically. So, you know, sometimes you see something really horrible that happens to someone and then they take that horrible something and they turn it into a foundation or a charity or, you know, 
something silly like for example my dog i almost lost my dog um in november right um that was like a really traumatic experience for me you know my whole life is built around my dog my business is around my dog my dog is my best friend you know and we sleep together we eat together like that's that's my homie you Mm -hmm. know and um until you have a dog or you have like a connection with a dog like that or a pet or whatever but i say dog because mine is a dog um it's like an unconditional bond unconditional love that like you just can't understand unless you have it you know i guess it's like having kids but kids probably way more but you know it's like the same kind of vibe um so i almost lost her in november she got uh she had a freak accident Mm. she had a gastric torsion um i'll talk about it real quick in case anybody has a dog you know you never know yeah but uh basically she had a gastric torsion which is something that happens in bigger breeds her stomach turned on itself Mm. uh it was a fluke freak thing there's no like you know cause there's nothing that can actually prevent it it just kind of happens and uh, she had to get a huge surgery in a very time sensitive uh, time frame. She had to have her spleen removed, um, and they told me she wouldn't make it. That she only had twenty percent chance of living. Well, she made it mm-hmm. because her mom is extremely resilient, and so she need, she knew she needed to be resilient too. But at the end of the day, um, those traumatic five days that I slept on the hospital floor at the vet, and you know whatever I went through with her. I wanted to turn that into a positive, you know, like that was something really traumatic for me. But like ever since I I joined, like, I think like maybe 50 Mastiff groups on Facebook, my dog's a Mastiff. Mm. And like, I literally been educating people on what happened and it's preventable. So I've been explaining to people that when you neuter your dog or you castrate your dog, um, you can actually ask your vet to get a gastropexy. So that's basically an operation that you do at the same time where they tack the stomach to the ribs so that it cannot turn. So uh, it okay. avoids this from happening, and okay. the dog cannot suffer from bloat or have any issues. So um, I kind of been educating people on a small level, but I mean, still something. Um, and I plan on doing something a bit bigger through PL with um, mm. for this. Right. But um, you know, just that's something that I had went through, and I almost lost her. And luckily, you know, she she's alive. But you know that it was a really traumatic experience, and like even like the week following, like I was waking up in the middle of the night, touching her, making sure she's still breathing, like having nightmares that she kept dying, like I kept dreaming she died. You know, it's just like really, really yeah, bad. Yeah. And um, you know, so that kind of made me push me. Like I probably would have never talked about it. But I started pushing me to like tell people about you know getting gastroplexies and what it can do for your pet and how it can help and whatever. So you know, if I would have never went through that, I probably would have never been. I would I would have never known about it, and I would have never been telling other people. And who knows whose dog's life I can save just by educating them, wow. right? So I mean, this is a small scale thing, and it's a little thing. But it's and, sharing, you know, I'm not Terry Fox, but no, but for sure. But it's still sharing. It's still sharing information that can be a benefit to people. Exactly, and serving somebody else, and going through something difficult, and being able to share that, and like so many people do, right? So yeah. it's like you go through something, and then you just want to share with other people, and you know, tell them they're not alone. And you know, obviously, I use the example as my dog, but there's so much bigger things, you know, bigger problems. Um, you know, actually one of the guest panels, um, on the, sorry, guest speakers on the panel on Saturday is, uh, Kareem, uh, Robley, right? Okay. So, like, I feel like he's a perfect example of that, you know, like, he has his adversities, whatever, and he still pulls through and does what he wants to do, and yeah. he's still pushing, and, you know, there's, yeah. can't is not a word in his voca- vocabulary. So, and there's so many other people like that, you know, yeah. so I think that's something that's really important. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> I just went to sleep. There we go. I'm like, don't disappear. Imagine. Conversation just getting good. What's going on here? Uh, no, for sure. And I, I admire people. I admire people like that. Again, I give you your flowers. I admire people like yourself because, again, Aww, we've had conversations about all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And I sit there and I go, man, wow. There's a lot of bounce back 
scenarios that people have to endure. You have no choice. You don't have a choice. You have no choice but to bounce back. But some people, they don't. But you know what I, I, I say? This is what I say. Yeah. You know, you want to be sad. You want to be down. You want to be hurt. Whatever it is, the negative emotion that you're feeling, give yourself three days. Okay? I give myself three days to feel it all. Cry, scream, yell, be angry, don't get out of bed, sit in the dark, eat this food, whatever it is that's your vice, you know, eat five Big Macs in a row if you want to, whatever it is <laughs> that makes you feel. Trying to get people to have gastric. Uh, I'm just saying, <laughs> I just saying. You know, like, have gastric whatever your what? vice is, you yeah. know what I mean? Get wasted. Sorry, I know I know you don't condone no. this kind of behavior, but whatever Amen. it is that, you know, you just get out of your system, give yourself three days. I give myself three days. On the third day, Okay, now it's time to pick myself up and get, and start and get, get going. Moving. Right. Get moving. It's right. enough now. I'm not gonna. This is not a a mind state. This is a thought. This is something that's happening to me right now. But this is not forever. This is a bad life. I mean, sorry. This is a bad day, not a bad life. Mm. This is a bad week, not a bad life. Mm. This is a bad experience, but it's not all my experiences. This is a bad situation, but it's not every situation I've ever been through. So you know, at the same time, like, so something so silly, like you know, I. I I had a really bad dream last night. And I'm really big on dreams, okay? Mm. And, like, meaning of dreams. Yeah. And, like, dreams meaning things, you know? Mm. And I hold a lot of value to that. Mm. And, you know, who knows? Maybe I have some kind of weird, freaky dream thing, you know? Sometimes I dream stuff and it happens. Sometimes, mm. you know, whatever. It's just weird stuff. Yeah. And I had a really bad dream last night. And it freaked me out. And I spoke to my dad this morning. And I was like, you know, I dreamed this and it really freaked me out and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, but think about how many times you had a good dream. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you had a lot of good dreams, right? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, so if you have that one bad dream in all the good dreams that you had, you don't have to hold on to that one bad dream. And that's true in life. You know what I mean? If you had 10 good experiences and you have one bad experience, right? You hold on to that one bad experience. You have to remember all the 10 good experiences you had. Yo, just as I was about to wrap, wrap <laughs> you come with this f fire. <laughs> but right? It's very true. Yeah. Listen, not many people understand that. And I'm glad that it came from someone else other than me. <laughs> Be and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Often we talk to people, our friends, our family, clients, whatever the case may be. And because they know you are a person who will say that, it kind of goes, yeah, I hear you saying. You know how many times I get that? Yeah, but yeah, let me tell yeah, you yeah, something, though. Okay? That. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Okay? Um... You keep doing what you're doing, and you'll, what, what, what you don't know is that you plant a seed, okay? And those people that hear you say whatever it is that you say, whatever word of encouragement, you plant that little seed. Sometimes they tell you, yeah, 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 but they plant, you planted that little seed. Mm. Now, let's say they go talk to somebody else, okay? Because everybody communicates differently. I'm someone who communicates very directly, very strongly, very, you know, I don't like fluff or like sugarcoat or butter anything up, right? That doesn't really speak to everyone. Mm. You know what I mean? Some people need to be spoken to softly and they need to be like, you know, mm. spoken to in a different way. There's a million ways to say the same thing, mm. right? So maybe sometimes you say something and like maybe the person's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But you planted that seed. Now, next time they have a conversation with someone else, they might say the exact same thing that you told them. But because they spoke their language or mm. they spoke to them in a different way, mm. now it's going to activate that little seed that you've already planted. So you're still helping them one way or another. You know, like, Mariana is, like, my best friend, right? Mm. And I remember I was, like, giving her advice about something, and she was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I felt like I was like, 
she's not even listening to me. Like, mm. She doesn't even care what I'm saying. Like, she's never going to, like, apply this, blah, blah, blah. And I was, like, mm. super annoyed that right. she was kind of just, like, brushing it off. Right. And then the other day I went to her house. And she has, like, a little, like, calendar board or whatever in her basement. And, like, she's always in her basement. And there's, like, a little chalkboard where you could write stuff. And she wrote the quote that I told her, like, a few weeks prior. And I was like, okay, so I'm not talking in thin air. Like, she right. does listen sometimes right. when I tell her stuff. Right. No, and that's, and that's good. <laughs> you know? That's good. It's just, it gets frustrating. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that exchanger. It gets frustrating because you tell somebody something, like you're saying, you plant a seed. Some people take it and they go, I'm going to apply this right away. And some people, they just continue in circles so there's a few things about that right wow the first thing about that is that um the first thing that i learned anyways is that not everybody's you right true so even if you give them the best advice possible and this is what i was saying before right is like your your support system can help you and give you all the words of encouragement but if you don't do it for yourself or Mm. have that desire to do it for yourself Mm. you won't do it right People don't change. Right. People change when they want to change. Right. But they don't change just because someone else told them to change, you know? And so at the end of the day, um, you know, you can be giving them that encouragement that you want to give them and be like, just take the advice, you know? But I feel like that's also kind of like, and, you know, you're not a parent yet. I'm mm. not a parent yet. Right. But I feel like that's what being a parent is, is like you give someone the advice or you give someone the tools. Mm. And then it's up to them if they want to do it or not. Right. No, you're right. You're the right. tools are there, but right. it, at the end of the day, it's still up to, it's them, up to them to do True. it or not. True. You know. And that's the hard part is especially when it's someone you care for or someone right. you love, someone right. you want to see do good. It's like, look, I'm here. The tools are here if you want them, but I can't do it in your place. So if you want to do it, then do it, and I'm here to help you. But if you don't want to do it, then when you're ready to do it, let me know. Which has been which has been the attitude that I've taken on. This year, I've done. I told people like, I don't subscribe to that energy. Right. And it gets received well. Yeah. Some instances, some instances it doesn't. Yeah. I understand. That's because some people want you to kind of like cater to their mood, and I'm like, nah. Especially if you don't, if it doesn't vibe with me, I, I, that's just something that's, that's not gonna fine. work. And that's fine. And you know what? Work. They can get that somewhere else. And like I told you, it's all about how you communicate things, right? Mm-hmm. And so like, for example, I'm like someone who's like very like straight shooter when I speak. Like if you want that like cuddly, buddly, nah, go get it from somebody else. There's a hundred people on this planet or, yeah. you know, whatever, not a hundred, yeah, but yeah, a million yeah. people you could talk to, <laughs> you know? And you're like, mm, maybe it's more than a hundred. <laughs> Listen, it's late. <laughs> no, but you know, you know I, what I mean? I like I there's you. so many other people that you can get that from, but you're not going to get it from me. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think I'm that friend that, like, it's either you appreciate it or you hate me. For sure. Because I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm yeah. not going to tell you what you want to hear. Right. And it might be hard at first. Maybe you'll thank me later. Or it might be easy. You might be like, wow, thanks for telling me the truth. I have friends that are like, thanks for telling me the truth. Or who come to me and be like, can I ask you something? I know you're going to tell me the truth. You know what I mean? Because I don't lie. I don't yeah. tell people There's what no, they want to hear. Yeah, it's not, it's not, you know? to me, it's not worth it to, if a person is surrounded by friends or people who yeah. they consider to be their support system, whatever you want to call it, and they can't tell them something as honest as, fam, your breath smells. <laughs> 100%. If a person can't tell me my breath stinks, me and you aren't cool. Yeah. No, I shouldn't say me and you aren't cool, but I can't really trust what it is you're telling me then because 
are you telling me the truth? Yeah. Whereas if I think, I think my best smells, and you can't tell me, or you can't tell me in advance, yo, you're my guy and everything, but you're killing people right now in the car. (laughs) I'd say, okay. And I can't, I couldn't be mad because I'm, the part of it is like, there's embarrassment, oh man, breast things. But the other part of it is happiness that, thank you for telling me. Yeah. Yeah. But it, you know, it, it goes it goes a number of ways, and it's it's hard. It's a very it's, it's complex difficult. thing, you know. Yeah, when it comes complex. to other people, when it comes to ego, when it comes to like, you know, some people are so I don't want to use the word addicted, right? But some people are so addicted to their narrative, right? That it's become an identity, yeah. And they don't know who they are without that negativity, for sure. You know, and that's crazy. And that's really that's difficult. Crazy. So it's like, imagine you cling to this negativity your whole life, and this is who you are, and this is the person you become. And now someone's telling me, uh, telling you, or telling anyone, you don't have to be this person. You could be better. And you're like, sounds good, but that means I have to leave all this stuff that I know behind, and I have to become someone new and shed. And I don't know if I'm ready to do that. And that's scary because everybody's afraid of change. It's true. So, you know what? So that's the part that's kind of difficult, right? Is that like, that like, or some people are completely clueless that they could do better. You know what I mean? And that's the ones that are fun because it's like they're ready because they don't even know, like, you know, they're ready. But the ones that know they can do better and don't because they're afraid to do better because then it requires more out of them. Right. Because then that means you have to take off the horse blinders and it's like you have to be aware. Right. And that requires a certain engagement. It's like an unwritten engagement that like if you're aware now you have to walk the walk and talk the talk right and if you're going to be this person that means you have to show up and it's almost impossible to go through life not showing up once you're aware you know what i mean loud and boy (laughs) no but you know what i mean no but for sure it happened to me for sure for sure you know what happened to me yeah where like there was a point where i woke up and then i was just like if i want to be this person that i say i am and i want to have all these core values that i say i have then that means i have to live up to them that means I can't slum anymore. Right. That means I can't do things that I don't condone. Right. That means I don't drink. Yeah. That means I don't do drugs. Yeah. That means I don't go out. Yeah. That means I don't hang with people that don't vibrate at the same frequency For as sure. me. For sure. That means that I don't, you know, whatever whatever it is. That means I don't self-pity or I don't self-doubt or I don't, you know, if I'm going to be a leader, if I'm going to be someone who inspires other people, then that means that I have to walk the walk and talk the talk. It doesn't mean that I don't have bad days. Right. It doesn't mean that I don't have days where I want to tell everybody, fuck you. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not this, like, supreme being that, right. like, you know, I'm an angel. I'm not. No. no. But every day is a practice, and every day I wake up trying to be better than I was yesterday. That's gold. That's gold. Um, this has almost been 90 minutes. <laughs> but this is good. But, I, see, I don't, I don't watch time because when conversation is good. Yeah. It's relatable to people. People will listen to this and they'll go, "That's that's heavy." Because there's I a hope lot so. of. If it can help anyone, then amazing. I feel. There's great. a lot of heavy, heavy energy gems that you came with tonight. <laughs> Locked which is why and loaded. I can give you, I can give you a full bouquet and more to say, <laughs> you're an amazing person. Oh, I've known you. you for the past two years, three years now. Yes. Um, but your vibrant energy, I think, it just makes me. I'm listening to you talking. I'm just going, man, this is like phenomenal. Because no, I love so seeing people transform. I love people see when people change. And I look forward to the day that there are some people out there who know who they are. I can't wait for them to change. And I go, this is what I've been telling you the whole time. 
And you might not have a like I told you so moment, but it might just be like a now I understand. And I'm seeing the, this come out. Listen. Which is great. Which is great. You have to do the work. Okay? Right. And everybody talks about this work. Okay? And they don't know what it is. Mm. Whatever it is, you know, whether it's find your demons and pull them out of you, whether it's go to therapy, talk about your childhood, talk mm. about your difficulties, talk mm. about your hard times. Whatever it is that's holding you back or whatever narrative you cling to or whoever you think you are that's not good enough or whatever the case may be, any negativity that you have, figure out a way to get it out right. and heal from right. it. Because we all kind of like, basically, we're born perfect and then we go through a bunch of shit in our childhood and our adulthood or early adulthood, whatever, and we get all these labels thrown at us and all these things and societal norms and all these things done to us and we think we have to be this way and then... You know, luckily, if you're lucky, at a point you have a pivotal moment where you're like, I don't have to do any of this. I can be exactly who I want to be. And I can be exactly how I was when I was a kid. You know, innocent, perfect child, you know. Right. Um, and um, at the end of the day, it's about doing the work. So, you know, whatever work. And, and I did the work. I started the work when I was like 21, mm. you know. And I had a lot of things that I had to like work through. Right. You know, I had to like figure things out. Why did I feel a certain way? Why did I feel a way about this or a way about that? Or, you know, my family dynamic or whatever the case may be, you know, right. everybody has their own struggles, which is normal. Right. But I had to start going through the work because I didn't like the person that I was. I had a lot of anger. I was someone who was like very disruptive um, and I was angry and I was not happy, you mm -hmm. know, and I had, mm -hmm. I, I was just like, I was, it was heavy. Right. And I started doing the work and I'm 30, 21 to 30. You know what I mean? And I'm not even done. Yeah. I'm not done doing the work. Yeah. You know, there's always some shadow work to do and some things to work through. You know what I mean? But um, I chose to do the work. It was a choice because I wanted to be the best version of myself. And I wanted to be the most authentic version of myself. And I wanted right. to show up and feel like I was doing that. Right. You know? And um, so, yeah, that, that's that's where you start is you have to do the work. You have to be committed to doing the work. And you have to be like, you know what? I'm not perfect, but I'm going to try my best every day to do a little bit, you know, a little a little something. I respect that yeah. 100%. Money, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This, this was so fun. This has been a phenomenal conversation. I love this. Phenomenal conversation. I'm definitely going to have you on yet again because yeah, I know here, man. there's still a lot more to learn still. Uh, it's only January, and already I'm feeling like, whew, this year's going to be flitty. <laughs> um, but I do appreciate you coming through and expressing uh, sharing your energy, positive vibe, everything that's there, being real, being transparent, being open. I appreciate it. For those of you watching on the video, she's like, ah, oh, man, I didn't even put, like, you could have worn Yo, it in advance. I'm probably looking like I didn't kinda, even put any makeup on. I wasn't ready for this. No, nobody all. told me I was going to be on camera. But, um, you know, if any of your viewers or listeners have any questions, feel free. You're going to put my at down Please, there. Please, for sure. I'm Listen. always open. Always. She is always open for a conversation. Yeah, man. She's not the type that's like, Listen, I got a business. I'm kind of on fire right now. I ain't got time for you. She got time for everybody. <laughs> um, and a great conversation you'll definitely have. Um, you can find her on Instagram. She's on Facebook. Pure Love Dog Food is also there. So please show your support if you do have gang, a dog. Uh, raw food. <laughs> <laughs> definitely meant to be healthy for your pets. Yes. Um, your artwork is available through your Instagram site. Um, yeah. I don't I don't have a website. I just kind of post everything on Instagram. So it's like a... Sometimes I do limited limited edition stuff and I just throw on my story first okay. come first serve. Sometimes I post something or you know I do commission pieces also. So if anyone's right. interested, they could just shoot me a DM right. and you know go from there. Right. If you if you look in my uh, followers list or following list, 
Uh, you search for Chloe, you'll find her there. Chloe Leloux. Uh definitely, definitely worth the price of admission. <laughs> Seeing what it is that she has to offer, oh, her energy man, is great, so phenomenal. Mariana, thank you. Boom, <laughs> making this connection happen from the jump. She trusted me. She hated the ropes. We got some boxing hated in. The ropes. Made things happen, but it was cool. Yeah. Um, definitely appreciate you coming through and speaking with us this evening on this episode 16 of the Hustlers Journal, which will be launched very, very soon. Got some other things got to put worth uh, put working with first, but either way, uh, the Hustlers Journal is available on Spotify, on Anchor, on uh, Google, Google Cast, not Google Cast, Radio Cast, Radio Public, uh, Breaker, as well as uh, Google Podcasts. Uh, definitely, I'm gonna put this link in my Instagram uh, profile as well, so you can check out check out the episode on YouTube. It's gonna be live and available very soon, uh, so make sure you check that out. Give it a click, show some like, show some love, listen up because she has some valuable, valuable, valuable information <laughs> out there to share. Positive energy always because that's what we try to do out here. And of course, you can follow me on Instagram at goodfit underscore fitness. That's G-O-O-D-F-I-T-T underscore fitness. Or you can follow me at my personal Facebook account. That's Kareem Rollins or uh, Goodfit Personal Training Wellness Services on Facebook. Please like, share, subscribe to this episode, other episodes that are available as well on YouTube. Check out the YouTube channel. It's Goodfit, I'm sorry, Fit Nation TV. So F-I-T-T Nation uh, TV. So please look us out. Check out the channels there. Please become a subscriber. Like, share, subscribe, show some love because we're all here to try to share some positive energy. She's here to show, share some positive energy. She came through. <laughs> she did it. It's 90 minutes worth listening to. <laughs> If you're wondering why this is as long and why I'm going on for so long is because valuable information has to be put out there. If you're watching the YouTube video, um, her Instagram link will be available through there, uh, through my anchor site. You also have her Instagram um, tag to be following there too. And also in the short video that I'm be posting on Instagram, uh, previewing this episode, it'll also be found there as well. So please take the time, check it out. Hit her up, follow her, send her a DM. Her artwork is amazing. <laughs> Thanks She'll so do much. Whatever. She's going to do some graffiti for me. I'm really looking forward to it. May not be right now, but that's okay. It's it's still in the pipeline. <laughs> We're always keeping en- uh, positive energy all the way all, all the way up. One last thing I'm gonna leave you with though. Last episode of the podcast, well, actually was uh, the episode before. Mm-hmm. I was telling uh, my guy Junior, shout out to my guy Junior John Paul at um, a Bully by Nature training facility. We were talking about quotes, and he dropped the line. He said, "For every new level, there's a new devil." You heard that from Tyrese Gibson, and I told him about. Marlon Craft, Freestyle, Funk Flex, a Hot 97, and he said, you can ch- turn your L's into W's if you just adjust your angles. That's right, man. I like that. I will say this every single time because you've obviously taken L's, learned a lesson from it, turned to wins, and you're winning right Negative now. Negative to positive. That's what, that's what we're talking about. Thank you so much again. Thanks for Appreciate having me. This was through. so fun. This is episode 16 of the Hustlers Journal. Please like, share, subscribe, show some love. We out. Peace.